In this video, I'm going to read you an alleged account of what took place by people who say they were there when the surviving roommates called 911 the morning after the Moscow murders at 1122 King Road. Thank you for watching. If you hit that subscribe button and that bell, you can join in the conversation, which is what this show is, is a conversation with you as we look at these horrible things. And if you want to continue to receive information like this and you like our videos, please consider hitting that like. I want to read this to you now. This is about that 9-11 call on that 1122 King Road, Moscow, Idaho house the day after the murders. It's a statement that someone gave about what happened that next morning when the roommates called the police and all the surrounding events. We haven't been able to verify that, and I don't think we're going to be able to until trial. That is when I'm confident that the 9-11 call will be played. I'm going to read this to you now let you decide. Edit one. I'm not stating this is fact. This is all not confirmed, hence the flare. For some reason, people refuse to see that, so I needed to re-emphasize. If you do not like reading not confirmed information, then do not read. I saw this comment on Facebook and wanted to share it because it clarifies everything and to stop people from speculating about their survivors. Supposedly, a few days after the murders, someone was asking questions on the victim's past Instagram posts about the survivors. Two of the people who were at the house with the roommates when the call was made quickly came to their defense, and this is supposedly what they said. Keep in mind, this is all alleged. Two people who claimed to be at the house with the roommates when the bodies were discovered quickly came to the surviving roommate's defense and wrote that the roommates woke up and went upstairs to the kitchen and noticed the sliding glass door was open, and it was during that time they discovered Ethan. They didn't say where he was found on that floor, but that it was so horrific that both girls went into shock and ran out of the house. One of the roommates fainted, and the other was beyond hysterical and not making any sense. Their frantic actions while coming out of the house caught the attention of people walking past, the people responding on the victim's Instagram account claimed to be two of these people. They implied that the roommate who fainted had already dialed 911, but was so distraught that she fainted before she could give any information to the dispatcher so that they could understand what was going on. The only info that the bystander who picked up the roommate's phone could give the 911 dispatcher was she was just saw her friend run out of the house and faint. That's how the 911 call was made on the roommate's phone and by somebody else. And why the call went out for an unconscious person? While the bystander was on the phone with 911, the other roommate was hysterically trying to explain that something was wrong with Ethan. By this point, several more people had stopped to see what was happening, and one or two of them went into the house to see if they could help him. There were multiple people in the yard, and that time, and those people began contacting their friends that someone in the house was badly hurt. Someone called Ethan's brother Hunter to tell him something was wrong with his brother because he lived close to the house. And someone called one of the other victims' boyfriend as he was also Ethan's best friend. They didn't go into detail on if either of the boys had arrived before the paramedics did, but it did kind of sound like they did. 
They didn't go into detail on what kind of injuries Ethan suffered. They also didn't say if anyone went to check on the other roommates before the paramedics arrived, but it somewhat implied that someone had. The only details they gave about the scene itself was that it was incomprehensibly bloody. While those people were in their house checking on Ethan and possibly the other roommates, the paramedics arrived to a very chaotic scene, believing they were there to assess an unconscious person outside, but were redirected to go inside to help someone who was hurt very badly. So they walked into the house unaware that it was a crime scene, contaminated most of everything on the second floor. Doesn't sound like the roommates were roaming throughout the house, carelessly contaminating everything fully aware that their friends had been murdered. It sounds like the scene was contaminated by numerous people who were trying to help, unaware and unable to comprehend what they were looking at, and that it was a crime scene. My heart breaks for those two poor, innocent young females. Not only have they experienced a trauma so brutal that it can't not change who they are at their core, but they also have to live with the fear that someone might be coming for them and they grieve of loss for friends plus a life that they once had that will never exist again. And if that wasn't traumatizing enough, they also get to live with millions of people publicly criticizing, persecuting and incorrectly judging them for actions. People assume they may have or have not taken some of the comments left on the Instagram pictures of the families And the victims, especially the ones the survivors were tagged in, were beyond nasty, if not downright cruel. I don't understand how our society became so inhumane. It sounds like the two surviving roommates' behaviors were 100% appropriate for the situation they found themselves in. And I agree, like I said, this is all alleged, but I think it explains a lot. I am marking this as information rather than theory because I'm not making a theory myself, I'm just relaying information given by the individuals who were there when the call was made. Edit two. We're all aware of the police's unconscious explanation. The post is not asking how the police explained it. The post is relaying what the person who was there said about the call when it appeared, according to someone in a Facebook group. What you choose to believe is your business, but legally the police can say slash withhold whatever information they want and have an incentive to hide this information because it reveals how contaminated the scene is and would make their chance of finding the killer even worse. I'm sharing this knowing that the police's press release said because it doesn't take away from what the person said and can still offer a fresh perspective. So this is the information I have. It's information about what happened surrounding the Moscow murders, nine one one call with the two remaining roommates. That was Bethany Funk and Dylan Mortson. What do you think? This is horrible. Absolutely horrible. When I read it, I grieve. Now, as far as this authenticity, we will know when we go to trial, we're going to hear about the roommates finding the surviving roommates, finding the roommates that did not survive. We're going to hear about that 911 call and then we'll know for sure.